Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Because what I'm talking about today is just the power of effective communication. And we just got a masterclass in that, right? Like, we just got a masterclass in that. So if you're wondering what that looks like, just refer back to the last segment because Fanzo just gave you that. And I will also say I am in Maryland. And um, Fanzo, you're speaking like 15 minutes from my house tomorrow. So, I mean, if you see this, um, you know, this, this brown woman just following you around tomorrow, it's me. I found you. I have stalked you. And I will um, I'll text <laughs> be you right there. after the segment. We'll, we'll be together for sure. <laughs> yes, I will. I will come see you to support you. So with that being said, guys, I'm so happy to be here with you on this Monday morning. It has been such a special day for me. My little girl started kindergarten today. Um, and so it's bittersweet. And I've been a, a little bit of an emotional mess. Um, and it's funny, when I was asked to do this segment, I thought, am I going to have the capacity mentally to do this, knowing me as a mama bear? Uh, but there's no place I'd rather be and no conversation I'd rather have, because I think it's important that you all understand the power that you have to communicate effectively. We're not doing it enough. We're not leaning into it enough. You feel like that it's for other people and it's not for you. And today I want to give you the, the permission that you feel like you need, because I don't think you need it, but you feel like you need to really level up your communication skills. It is so necessary. I, I would even argue that effective communications needs to be added to every curriculum throughout the United States and beyond. Folks have to learn to speak and to speak not just, you know, uh, you know, whispering, but to speak confidently. And so that is essentially what we're going to talk about today. And I hope that after this segment, you feel like you are ready to not just speak on Clubhouse, but ultimately speak in the world. And so my name, once again, is Nisha Gatz, and I've been speaking for about 25 plus years. I started at 12, 13 years old. Many of you know, I hosted a teen talk show, Emmy award winning teen talk show 
at 13 years old, went on to host an entertainment show in Chicago for many years, worked for BET's Teen Summit for several years, um, and, and just immersed myself in, in television. I have an undergrad degree in broadcast journalism and a master's degree in business. And so I understand something now that I don't even understand, I don't even think I knew early, and that is that my voice made a difference and it continues to make a difference. I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, grew up in Chicago, um, went to undergrad and grad school in Chicago, and now live in the Maryland area. I'm the mom of a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And one of the things that I try to tell them often is utilize your voice. You know, sometimes they walk around whispering and I go, use your words, use your words. <laughs> so it's so necessary for you to use your words. And so I'm asking you all to do the same exact thing. Sometimes you, you come into rooms and I listen and I look in the audience and I see some people who never jump on stage. And what I've learned is that you've canceled yourself out from talking. You think that the talk is for everybody else and that you're just supposed to listen all the time. But there's a story that you have to tell that the world is waiting to hear. And somebody is missing out on something because you choose to just sit back and never tell your story, right? There's the employee who works for the organization who will never, ever move up the ranks because they won't speak up. There's the woman who says, I know I deserve more. I know I, I, I deserve a much higher salary, but I'm not going to negotiate. I'm not going to speak up and talk about what I'm worth because I'm too scared. We don't have the opportunity to be scared of these things anymore. We deserve what is rightfully ours. And in order to get that, we've got to speak up and demand the things that are ours. And so some of you may say, Nisha, well, how do I do that? How do I do that? Well, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> that is what I'm here for. Um, in addition to doing this segment today, I also do uh, communications coaching and I have the, the wonderful pleasure of helping people every single day um, amplify their voice and, and communicate powerfully and impactfully in this world. It is my goal to help 1 million people to do that. And I believe that I can. And the way in which we do it is we lean in, lean in together. And we understand the power of our, our voice. And so in order to have this conversation and understand what good, effective communication looks like, I got to show you what bad looks like. And so when we talk about what bad communicators do, uh, here's the first example. And I'm sure we've all sort of encountered this person. This person is the know-it-all, right? You have a conversation. They know everything. You have a story of... You know, when I was three, I got bit by um, a snake and I got bit by a spider and I got bit by, you know, a dog all in one day. This person is like, oh, my God. When I was three, I was bit by a spider, a snake, a dog and a bumblebee <laughs> all in one day. Like they just. They're always, they know everything. They've had the same experiences. They're, they're always going to one-up your experiences, right? So it's hard to communicate with that person because it's like, man, I thought I, thought I had a really unique story to share with you, but here you go because you know everything. Oh, I, I know you went through that because I went through the same thing. We're not listening, right? 
the bad communicator is the person who is not hearing anything that you're saying because they're focused on what they have to say next, right? Have you ever encountered that person where it's you are talking, you're pouring your heart out, and then it's their turn to talk and they don't even acknowledge one thing that you have said because they were only thinking about what they had to say, say next. What we, what we don't understand is that much of effective communications is listening. You have got to listen to what people are saying. The biggest gift we can give people is hearing them. Some people have shut down because they haven't been heard in years. Nobody listens to them. Nobody makes them feel heard. Nobody makes them feel like their words matter. If you are going to be an effective communicator, you have to listen. It's a part of it. You cannot skimp that process. And what you give to people when you listen to them is priceless. All right, the next element of the bad communicator, the person who critiques all the time. Do you hear people and just, just find the deficiencies in them? Do you hear them and pick them apart? Do you hear them and want to just fix everything that they say or don't say? Don't be that person. People are looking for a safe place. People are looking for the person who is not always judging them, right? People are looking for the, the person who says, I will lift you up. And guess what? Sometimes con hard conversations need to happen. And sometimes you have to be the person that will call somebody out, but you can do that with love. We have too many people that are like punching people in the face with their words every single day. I hear it on Clubhouse all the time. People are arguing. Everybody feels like they're right about things. We're not listening to each other. We can't wait to unmute because we have something to say that's much better than what you just said. But what if you just listen? What if you gave people a soft place to fall? Even if they're wrong, what if the place that you gave them was soft, right? And so it is important for us to understand that we can't just walk around critiquing people and expecting them to listen to us. People will put their guard up. So don't be that person. And the last person I just touched on, that's the judge. The judge, that everybody just, anything you say, I'm just, you know, I didn't like the way you said that, I'm judging you. I didn't like, I don't like how you do this, I'm judging you. I don't like what you look like, I'm judging you. Oh my goodness. Nobody wants to communicate with that person. I'm running from that person. We don't want to be judged, right? We want to make sure that we can have impactful conversations and that we can let our guards down a little bit. And that's in our homes, that's in the workplace, that's wherever we are. We want to have productive conversations that make us better. Be the person that makes people better, okay? And so what does good communications look like? This is my favorite part, because I think that I've really worked hard to, to be this type of communicator. And I'm still a work in progress, um, but this is what I do on a regular basis. And so I really try to level up from this perspective. And so the person who listens, right? The person who hears what you say and then, and then repeats it back to you. There's nothing better than having a conversation and a person says, oh my goodness, I love when you said, or what I feel like I'm hearing you say is, 
And the part where you talked about, oh, it's like, you heard me? You heard what I said? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you heard what I just said to you? That's powerful to people because we live in a world where people don't really listen. And so for somebody to hear you and you feel that they hear you, oh my goodness, that is just a powerful gift that you can give people. Uh, the next person is the empath. You know, Fanzo talked about it, right? A world where empathy exists, a world where we, we really try to put ourselves in other people's shoes. We need that more than ever right now. You know, to communicate with somebody and somebody tells you something and you go, oh, even if you haven't experienced that before, I, 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 I feel you. I feel you. I feel what you're going through. Oh, my goodness, what you can do for people when you make them feel that. I did a presentation a while back for a company on empathy selling. And, and it was so necessary because it was the beginning of the pandemic and doctors were, this was pharmaceutical sales, doctors were really feeling it, right? Just, you know, patients not coming in, uh, a lot of different compliance issues were happening. And, you know, a lot of pharmaceutical sales reps were just on their own agenda. I got to make sales. I got to make sales. But few people were having the necessary conversations with doctors to just say, I, tell me what you're going through. Tell me why this is scary for you. Doctors were, you know, getting COVID. Um, many doctors passed away from COVID. Many doctors' practices shut down as a result of COVID. And so to go in as a salesperson with your same agenda, like the world is the same, is just selfish. And so what I talked to them about was why it was necessary to lean in with empathy. And oh my goodness, the magic that happened as a result of that and just the the connection that happened with the physicians and the sales reps was really, really impactful. And so if you can empathize with people, just find a way. And, and you may not agree with everything. I think we always think, well, I don't agree. I can't empathize. Find a, a commonality. Find something where you can empathize and let somebody know you understand what they're going through. You understand their life's experiences. And in, even if you don't have the hard conversation to try to understand and to listen, to learn more about them, okay? And so when we understand what bad communicators look like and ultimately what good communicators look like, there are some things we gotta know. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Our words matter more than ever right now. Now that is a biblical saying. So it's not, I didn't, I didn't make that up. That's biblical. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can speak life into people. Our tongues can build up others and they can tear people down. What do you want to do? What would you like to be known for? You want to be known for, for tearing folks down, for not giving people the safe place, safe place that they need for making people feel bad about themselves, for making people regret having a conversation with you? Or do you want to be known for, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so happy that I can talk to David. I'm so happy that I can talk to Paulette. Oh my gosh, I love when I'm able to talk to Tyler and Deirdre and, you know, Lisa and Leah and Deborah. They, they make me feel safe and they make me feel worthy. Imagine making somebody feel worthy when you communicate with them. That is a powerful, powerful gift. This life right now is about giving people gifts that don't cost anything. 
And now it's the intangibles. When our children talk to us and we're distracted, you know, my daughter will say, mom, are you listening to me? I put everything down and I listen to her because bigger than the Barbie that I can buy for her, bigger than the park I can take her to is the moment where I'm engaged with her fully. And she understands that I hear what she is saying. Even if she told me 42 times already, <laughs> I will listen a 43rd time if that's what she needs me to do. And so another thing I wanna leave with you is that when we think about speaking, 7% of our message, and this is probably gonna shock you a bit because this is something that I want you to focus on as well. 7% of our message come, comes from our words. 36% of our message comes from your voice. And 57% of your message comes from your nonverbal communication, that body language. Like what, what is your, what is your body saying? Are you guarded? Are you, you know, turned away? Do people feel like, oh, you don't even want to be around them, you know? And so as much as we talk about the necessity of words, that is so powerful, but making people feel like you are leaned into them and that you really, really, really want to hear from them. That nonverbal communication is so, so important for people right? So watch your body language. Are you rolling your eyes? Are you like, oh, what time? When is she done? What time is this, is this over with? You know, or are you, are you smiling? You know, are you, is your face lit up? Do you feel, you make people feel like you want to hear them when they're speaking to you? All of these things are so important on your communications journey. So what I'd encourage each and every one of you to do today, and we know that Rome was not built in a day, but you can start somewhere. You may say, Nisha, I'm not a great communicator. It's just not my thing. Well, let's find a way to make it your thing. The way that we get better at things is to do something. When I coach my clients, they say, I don't know how to speak. The best way to learn how to speak is to speak. It's really, we overcomplicate things because we're looking to be somebody else. And we wanna, you know, we feel like, oh, if I can just speak like this person. No, 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 you're gonna speak like yourself and you're gonna be great. And the stories you tell will be your own. I told this story a while ago, years ago, um, I auditioned, Oprah was doing a show. It's, it was like Oprah's next uh, big talent or something. It was when she launched her network uh, on on TV. and. Um, she, I auditioned for this show. One of my producers from a show that I did in Chicago told me about it. And he's like, you have to do it. And so I did this big audition, um, you know, video and submitted it. And, and part of the video, I kind of made fun of myself because my name, although you see it here, it says Nisha. It's really spelled very crazy. And um, <laughs> it is spelled K-N-Y-J-A. People call me Kanija. People call me Kanuja. People call me Ninja. They, they're just, listen, the, long, the list is long. And I'm still currently in therapy. Um, and so as a result, I did this video. And I kind of made fun of myself. Because, I mean, you go through a life with the, with the name spelled like that. You got to have fun. And so uh, submitted the video. Producer called me one day. And he said, um, you can't, you can't mention this, but you were selected for Oprah show. We love you. We love your sense of humor. We love your ability to laugh at yourself. We love Ninja. And he kind of, you know, chuckled and I'm like, what? And I'm like, I fell out the chair. I was so excited about it. 
and uh, he said, you can't tell anybody. You cannot tell one person because the auditions are still going on and like people had to vote for people. He's like, but you were so good. You made it past that part. So nobody has to vote for you. But people think they're voting <laughs> for you, but they're really not because you already have exceeded that part. And I'm just like, what? I, I just, you know, couldn't believe it. And so ultimately, Oprah decided to not go forward with that show. She went into a different direction and I was bummed about it. But just to have been selected was really powerful, right? When you are selected for something for just being yourself, when you're, you're selected for something for leaning into your calling and your gift of communicating and understanding that you can... Uh, you know, really do bold and powerful things by just being yourself. And that's what I did. And so that is what I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to do. There's a story you have to tell. There is something unique about you. There is a communications level that you need to get to that you are standing in your own way because you feel like I'm not that person. I don't communicate like that. I'm an introvert. I'm this, I'm that, and the other. If you would throw away the experience uses and understand that your voice is powerful. Somebody needs you to speak up for them because they're scared. And then maybe you encourage them to speak up and it's a domino effect what happens, right? Somebody needs you to not be the person arguing with somebody on social media. Somebody needs you to be the light giver, like a Fanzo, like a Glenn, like a Sarah, like a TM, like a Rita, you know? Somebody needs you to be that person and you won't do that because you feel like that is for somebody else. It's not. It's for you. And if you can start today, effective communications literally starts with your ability to open your mouth and speak. And so if that is something that I can help you with, if you need my help, you know, you can reach out to me. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram, not on here because my... <laughs> My DMs on Clubhouse are just really out of control, but on Instagram and just say, I want to speak and I would love to help you on your journey. But um, you can start it today by yourself with just having the courage to do so. So I have about four minutes left. I wanted to see if anybody have any, has any questions, anything that resonated with you um, in regards to effective communication. And just note this, I am rooting for each and every one of you. Communications is that thing that bridges the gap. In a world that is so divided, we can have a conversation that can bring us together, but you've got to be willing to do so. And so I want to empower you to do just that. Any questions? If so, you can tap your mic. Anybody want to chime into the conversation? Uh, please do so. Nisha? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I'm going to defer. Go ahead, please. Nisha, this is, oh, was there somebody else? Sorry. No, you first. I'll, I'll be happy to go after. I just wanted to commend Nisha. Me too. Uh, I mean, Nisha, I, I'm frantically texting you. My pen just ran out of ink. I teach this stuff, and I took notes on the power of what you said. Thank you for showing up and helping all of us become better communicators through the tips and actionable steps you gave. Sister, I love hearing you speak. I learn every time you do. Um, this morning has been incredible. Thank you all. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, my God. Love you, Susie. And I learned so much from you as well. So I'm happy to be on this journey of communicating with somebody as amazing as you. So thank you so much for that. And I heard another voice um, scrolling. It, it was me, Nisha, as Shay Olivia. Oh, go ahead, Shay Olivia. 
I was just say how timely it is. I've been on actually um, since I woke up this morning, and I just wanted to connect the dots from what Laura talked about with the ostrich earlier, and how sometimes we um, almost you think about an ostrich and you think about burying your head in the sand, and sometimes people are depressed and they have other life issues that they've gone through, so um, they might get triggered by things. But some people they stay in that state for a long time, and then you think about Fanzo and what he said about saying yes and jumping to that opportunity that came before him. And then you tie that all together with all the great things you just said about communication and not being um, not being scared to communicate. And I think it ties to that to that ostrich. And I think it ties to, you know, Fanzo not necessarily being ready, but just having that willpower to say yes. I think we we have to communicate what we want, when we want, and we need to be bold about it. And I love, love, love that you just brought this together. Like it so ties with all the other things and someone can absolutely be empowered to, again, say yes, move forward and go ahead and not be that ostrich all, all the time, but speak up when they need to, when they have someone like you encouraging them. So I just wanted to share, I connected the dots. It's beautiful. Thank you again for giving me the platform for a couple of Oh my goodness. First, let me just tell you, you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> and I love how you displayed what effective listening is because you listened and, the, and you tied everything together so beautifully with the bow. Such a pleasure to meet you, Shay Olivia. Great share. Um, I saw a couple other flashes. We have one minute left. It looks like David. Dr. Okay. Sorry, David. Go, go ahead. Oh, no apology needed at all, Nisha. It's wonderful. Um, always to listen to you and you were so spot on today um, you know there's a gentleman by the name of Lou Tice who created the Pacific Institute years ago and he used to refer to one of those uh, personalities one of those types as the captain of the world syndrome you know where they felt like they were literally the captain of the world and it was their job to tell everybody what to do and how to do it and you know these things are, are such uh, important parts of our life because we spend our entire day communicating on clubhouse in person via social media. It's all communication. And so these skills that you speak of are so incredibly dynamic. They're so incredibly important. And this has been just, I think, a really tremendous uh, reminder for all of us just to stop and to pause and to really focus our eyes. It's interesting when you focus your eyes on the person's mouth or their eyes as they're speaking, you're less likely to go into that horrible mode to where all of a sudden you're trying to think of what you're going to say next. And I just wanted to thank you for that reminder. Uh, we all need it. I need it. And this has been just a wonderful, wonderful 30 minutes. Thank you. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, David. I appreciate you saying that. And, and, and I want to emphasize something you just said, we're all in this together, right? And so if we will empower people to communicate and let, let, every, let each of us know that are on the journey, that this is a safe space to do so, and that our stories deserve to be heard, but we've got to lean into listening. We've got to lean into, uh, you know, really utilizing a, a body language when we're in front of people where people feel like we really want to speak and, and that uh, we are proud of the things that we're saying and that when other people are speaking, we are doing the same for them. And so great share, David. I know. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.